You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. Hello. This is the podcast that looks at your favorite cult films, introduces them to someone who's not seen them. That's me. Adds an alcohol beverage. That's me. And we talk about it. That's you. This week is a cult meeting, so there's no movie. (laughs) (laughs) And no alcohol. It's just just us chatting, so it's great. I'm your NATO American Pop Culture Spirit Guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by, as always, your Lady of Libation, Stephanie. Justina, your Jellical Jester. She who knows no movies. Admiral. (laughs) Um... So most people know that this week there's no video. I think I'm just going to do video for a while just for the movie ones and not do video for cult meetings. Oh, that works. And, yeah. so, and then uh, if there's demand, I will switch over. All right. So that's what it is. I have to so, Go ahead. No, I was just saying he had a heck of a time getting <laughs> it uploaded. Yeah, he did. Yeah, it was a fight. I'll, I'll, let's, let's get in. Okay, I'll get in that in a minute. Uh, first, I want to say that I will be at uh, Huntsville Pop Expo July 18th and 19th. Um, oh, that's coming up quick. Yeah, it's in two weeks. Um, and uh, uh, it's going to be awesome. Um, it's a convention and, and no people are worried about COVID. And uh, however, the safety standards of the convention are very, very high. Um, the space there are is 100,000 square feet. Everyone's spaced out really well. Um, masks are required to come inside the convention. So if you don't want to wear a mask, don't come to the convention. I mean, they are strict on that. There are sanitation stations everywhere. So I looked at it this way. I, I cannot make this decision for you. But for me personally, after reading and hearing what the, the guy who's coming up with it, who manages the con said, um, I am. I feel safe with their safety standards. So I will be there. Awesome. That's fair. So that, that and so if you feel safe, come out. Uh, we'll have comics and a three-dimensional bust of mop. And I found out I, I got our table map. And what's great is because uh, I, I only have one neighbor. I'm against a wall. Nice. Which is great. And then I f- also discovered that I bought two tables. and didn't know that. So I have plenty of space. It's going to be bought a, two tables? I bought two tables. And I thought I did. And then I looked and I couldn't remember. So, yeah, I bought two tables. So I have uh, plenty of space. Good. Awesome. So plenty of space out there. It's going to be great. So uh, looking forward to it. Um, um some uh, some people of my child they they lost a lot of their guests they have a very small guest list now which is fine um, but uh, some folks from my childhood like we talked about last one Noah Hathaway still coming um, I'm a big I, you know as, as some of you may know I, I, I used to watch G.I. Joe as a kid I know you did too oh, watch yeah, G.I. Joe and so Sergeant Slaughter's going to be there oh my god that's awesome I'm so excited to meet Sergeant Slaughter that means nothing to me, right, but to say, I'm excited for you both. So Sergeant Slaughter was a wrestler. He was a, he was uh, he was a Marine, I believe, he was a Marine during the Vietnam era. After he got out of, out of the Marines, he um, got into wrestling and okay. was a a famous wrestler for all very very for many many years for WWE and stuff. Wrestling in the '80s was epic right and that's before WWE it's a while it was still regional wrestling used to be all these like characters well not just characters but like they were in regions like little fiefdoms so there would be like yeah. you know wrestling in the south would have, be its own wrestling thing and wrestling in the north would be its own wrestling thing so it wasn't like a nationwide right, no, it wasn't nation, oh, gotcha, nationwide gotcha. all these little sub companies that would run, run it and uh, so you'd have your big stars like uh, Andre the Giant who would um, he would uh He'd wrestle for like one area and then he would get hired out to go 
be a special guest in another area. And his only rule was he, you know, he didn't lose, which is fine because every everybody had their own heroes, you know, their own like the you know, you know, heroes they would root for and villains they would you know jeer at. And so the hero would fight Andre the Giant and give and Andre would give him a good fight, and the audience would love it. And then Andre win wins because Andre <laughs> always wins, which was okay. It was like. Our hero, right? But he's awesome. Our hero can beat every anyone but Andre the Giant, which is okay because no one beats Andre. And so it was. It became. It's a. It's a thing. And so. Sergeant Slaughter is a part of that. So Sergeant Slaughter is this character where he's, he's this military dr- drill sergeant who went out and he wrestles. I get it. Sergeant Slaughter. Huh. So, it was really good. They had great characters. And I'm, I'm not talking, I mean, they're entertaining wrestlers, but they're not, these were like, they would come up with this character. Yeah, it was really almost gimmicks, yeah. cartoonish, these characters, you know, and I think of people like Rowdy Roddy Piper and um, you had Hulk Hogan right, back and then. Roddy Roddy Piper was in They Live. He's the main okay. guy. He's the main guy in the right. But he had this whole persona. Um, who was the Russian guy? Uh, Nikolai Volkov. Yeah, Nikolai Volkov. Who I've uh, met. Well, he, he passed away a couple years ago, but I met him before yeah. he died. But they, they, it was cool. And it, it was very... And they would play it on like... Um, on the weekends, yeah, in the morning time. Yeah, after after Saturday morning cartoons. Tunes, you had wrestling, so it wasn't like late at night. Or which late I had to explain to your daughter yesterday, which I want to talk about in a little, little bit. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, Saturday morning cartoons. I miss that so, so much. So, uh, so uh, in the early eighties, there was a cartoon GI Joe, mm-hmm. and in its second or third year, they hired the company, um, the toy company Hasbro. Who, who makes it hired Sergeant Slaughter to be part of G.I. Joe. They hired him. Mm-hmm. And so he was in the cartoon series as Sergeant Slaughter. He was a G.I. Joe character. They made toys of him. So it's he awesome. was like his wrestling persona. Right. As, Joe. But yeah, yeah, but he was like, he was really this, he was G.I. Joe's drill sergeant. And there's the episode that introduces him is that G.I. Joe has gotten kind of uh, lazy because Cobra's not been attacking a lot. So he comes in and he whips him into shape. So <laughs> it's crazy good. So you're trying to explain it to Mickey? Is what you're saying? No, no. I'm talking, we're talking the um, Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Kids don't understand the that joy you, of Saturday morning cartoons. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll get back. I'm making a second. But so Sergeant Slaughter's going to be there. And so I'm, I'm super excited. And our friends um, at Inverse Press, Kevin and them are going to be there. And they're actually right by Sergeant Slaughter. Okay, that's and cool. so for me and Kevin, that's like, I mean, it's like meeting one of your heroes. Aww. It's like, it, it, it's it's not often you meet a cartoon character like in real life. And that's for that's for me exactly what it is. So I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. So that's uh, Huntsville, uh, July 18th and 19th. So in a couple of weeks, we're gonna, I'll, I'll be up there. So come buy comics and stuff. Meet Sergeant Slaughter. There's that. So uh, I s- spent 4th of July with uh, Josh and your daughter, Mickey. <laughs> Yeah, you did. And we had a very good time. We ate we ate nachos and had a blast. Cool. Uh, we decided to watch movies, and we decided to introduce your daughter to horror films. Oh, How did she do? She uh, she did well. She's we been did. wanting to watch them for yeah, a while. Yeah, she's been wallowing. Like Mickey's twelve. What did you pick? And so we we, we didn't go crazy. We did we you know there's we, um so we watched the first Conjuring, which I hadn't seen. And uh, enjoyed. It's mm-hmm. creepy. It's mm-hmm. it's good. And then we watched uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Nice. So we introduced. We did a ghost story and a zombie movie. What cool. was your first horror movie? Uh, the one that I remember would most likely be Dawn of the Dead, the original. Mine was The Exorcist. Yeah. If I had to recognize a horror film, I would say it's Rose Red, and that's still to like this day one of my favorites. Yeah. Very cool. 
Very cool. So we introduced her. But during the conversation, because uh, uh, me and Josh, well, we're older than her, considerably. And, uh, well, I mean, that's good. The, the, um, be weird if you weren't. Right. It'd be weird if we were younger than her. And be like, um, <laughs> but the conjuring happens in like the 60s or the early 70s, 71. It happens in 71. And so there's a television that has static. And she was like, why is there static on TV? And I was like, <laughs> well, back in the day when we were kids, TV just went off. <laughs> it would, it would just, it would stay to midnight. And then after midnight, they would do the, you had the, nas- the, the na- national anthem or something. Or, yeah. The national anthem. Something. Something. And there are America. No, that isn't a national anthem. Um, America the Beautiful, one or the other. You'd get the Star Spangled Banner or America the Beautiful, right? With the flag waving. With the flag waving. And then it go to static. And then it would go to static <laughs> until five a.m. in the morning when the news would come on. I don't think I remember that. No, no, yeah, because that, that stopped in like the late eighties. Yeah, but like I don't think that's ever even come up for me. Like I don't. Right. I never knew that that happened. Yeah, I just assumed it went to static. That was before cable existed. Now, once cable happened, then t- you know certain channels were twenty four hours. Right. And they put infomercials on. Yeah, oh my yeah. god! Yes, they'll do infomercials because they can make money. Because really, realistically, you couldn't at the time. There's no real way to make money after you know 12 midnight anyway yeah so we don't have to hire a crew to watch the stuff and we can just mm-hmm. turn it off and come back in the morning and that's what they did but when they, when infomercials hit they were like oh we can sell advertising because there are people who are up at this hour now we can sell them things and so that became a business or people that randomly can't sleep and they're like i do need that but then it Thank came you. on to to like she was asking about like how did we um she asked us about cartoons or whatever and i was like well you know when when we were kids no, no. She said, "Oh, so because we were at the static thing." I said, "Yeah, there's only like f- four channels." And she goes, "Oh, so there was like a weather channel and a cartoon channel, and because that's all they know, right? All mm-hmm. kids know the channels are so specialized. There's yeah. like network isn't a thing for them. Yeah. I mean, there's network television, but they don't. It's they don't, don't get know it. that all of these things that you enjoy is NBC right. or yeah. exactly. So, so, so we were like, no, no, honey, we, they, oh, had, honey. they were all, all the shows were all on one, these networks. I said, you know, man, for cartoons for us, we didn't, you know, we watched cartoons in, on Saturday mornings. It's the only time we got them. And, and mm-hmm. so, uh, and so we'd watch, you know, the four channels where you'd pick which one cartoons you would watch. She was just, I don't know if she was amazed or horrified at the thought. <laughs> Probably both. And so it was crazy. And if you were like me, you had a couple couple on one channel that you liked, and you'd switch over to another channel, and for a couple that's more. That's what we did. I watched mostly NBC and ABC cartoons because CBS cartoons always were terrible to me. I didn't like any of them except Garfield and Friends. I watched the hell out of that. I don't remember which cartoons were on what channel. Do you, what, what cartoons did you watch? I watched. Um, Jim and the Holograms. So that was syndicated. Okay. And I watched um, like Thundar the Barbarian. ABC. He-Man, She-Ra. So, uh, He-Man, She-Ra were both syndicated. Okay. What does syndicated mean? So uh, syndicated is a show that's not made for a network and sold to a network. So like um, like the Thunder the Barbarian, ABC TV made that cartoon for their cartoon block. Okay. And I see so, what you're saying. And so syndicated was a company made a cartoon and sold it to another. Yeah. And typically most of those went to the, to, to the UHS station. So for us locally, we would get them on like channel 15 or 44. Yeah. Mm. And then I would watch, um, Dungeons and Dragons. Hey, yeah, that's CBS. And there's another one and I cannot remember the name, but they were like, um, it was a, like the, I want to say it was band members, and they get sucked into a cartoon. <laughs> and, that was um, NBC, and that's Kid Video. Yes, I used to love they Kid went to Video the book first. Yes, 
Yes. I love kid video. <laughs> I'm like, so. Justine's just looking at me horrified. Yeah. <laughs> well, amazed. first of all, you're, like, your Rain Man abilities is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. It I'll is. Go, YouTube, but I also, go down to YouTube hold on kid video. It's great. Kid video is great. And then I watched, of course, um, you know, the G.I. Joe and I watched Transformers. Yeah, those are all syndicated. All that kind of stuff. So. Those, those came on during the... So we, we also got cartoons in the, uh, you know, the morning, the afternoons before school and after school and those mm-hmm. were... They, those, they came in after... No, yeah. they came in the morning before so, yeah, school. Yeah, some of them did. They changed back and forth. But um, that, that's what aired on... Um, the, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, all those. That was big. Yeah, it was huge. I love Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo was on ABC for the longest time. Mm-hmm. So Hanna-Barbera. A lot of Hanna-Barbera cartoons went on ABC yeah. back in the day. I like some Flintstones too. Mm. Flintstones is on HBO Max. That's crazy. Yeah, and like all. So I haven't watched back because the first like season or two are black and white, and so because it was it was the longest running primetime cartoon until The Simpsons. That's crazy. So I remember like the Flintstones and Scooby Doo, but I don't. I didn't really watch a lot of TV growing up, so it wasn't. I knew that Saturday morning was cartoons, but I don't remember watching them. Well, you probably had chores. Oh, one hundred percent, I had chores. Yeah. I, re- I have they vivid would, memories of invent, all of my chores. They would invent chores for you. There, like I still remember knickknacks I dusted, like in detail, like these little dolphin oh, wow. figurines because we would have to pick them up and dust the right. thing, and then I think my parents like Saturday morning cartoons because they knew. F- until noon I would be completely occupied that's why parents these days like tablets yeah yeah I mean the same way we watch cartoons until uh, until noon we'd eat our lunch and I would go out to play until dark pretty much bye bye that was our life yeah it was totally our life now it's all tablets and stuff Mm -hmm. which is fine kids grow up the way they want to grow up so how did she take all of that, though? I think she had a good time. Yeah, good. I think we're going to make it a ritual. Uh, I really want to show her Poltergeist, the original, because... Um, Get down and be like, scary, that yeah. was you. Yeah, because she... Baby Mickey looked like Carol Ann, straight oh, up. When Scotty came to live with Josh and I in Fairhope, that's like the first thing he said. And then I like... I she used to when, just be standing next to my bed when I woke yeah. up, and I was like, great, now I'm just horrified every time I wake so up to you. I remember when we, he lived with you guys. I was trying to get her to say, because she was two, two and a half. I was trying to get, kept getting her to say, they're here. They're. <laughs> She's like, she do what she wants. She didn't care. <laughs> she did not. So I, we explained that to her. That I was like, just like, you need to see Poltergeist. And she says, why? I said, because the little girl in there looked like what you looked like when you were little, like straight up. I mean, she looked like Caroline. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Like Mickey at four, Caroline. I mean, she had the, the bright blonde hair and the length was perfect. Yeah. So... I've been going through um, helping my mom pack and clean her house, and we've been going through old memory things that we find. And my hair was white blonde when I was little. Oh, you got to send me a picture. White blonde. And th- there have been a couple of pictures we've come across. They're in my room when I get home. I can, if I remember, I'll send pictures where I've come across them. And I was like, Mickey wouldn't believe me. Because like, we've had those talks. I'm like, baby, it's going to get darker. Because it's already darker than right, it was. It's dark but she's like, what can I do to keep it from doing that? Nothing. Nothing. It's ju- it's you can dye it when you're older. I'm not letting yeah. you bleach your hair. Well, 12. you guys saw that picture that I posted of me when I was little. My little, hair was white little, blonde. Little, little, yeah. little baby's definitely That was adorable. Cute. So innocent. <laughs> Before she was corrupted. <laughs> oh, I was probably corrupt then. Yeah, probably, probably, <laughs> yeah. just threw me in a dress. <laughs> <laughs> you, you looked horrified in that picture. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Were you anti-dress as a kid? Oh yeah, I. One of my 
fondest memories. Uh, I always played with the boys, the neighborhood mm-hmm. boys. Even as little, I would climb trees and get dirty and ride bikes. And um, about the third grade, um, we were, you know, I had this group of friends that I would play with, and we would play Star Wars and all that. I mean, it was just cool. And um, I remember one time I had to go somewhere where I had to wear a dress. Like, I remember where we were going, but I remember my mom putting me in a dress and I was we were walking out of the house and some of my friends saw us leave you know come out of the house and I remember him looking and going oh my god I didn't know you were a girl <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> so, yeah I, I was not one for dresses I on the other See, hand hold on before that because you know I didn't know you when you were little but I I always just imagined dress or pants or whatever. You just owned it. <laughs> I'll play in whatever. Well, yeah. I mean, I did. I don't, I don't see you fighting dresses. It's just like. It's so, not that I fought them. They were just inconvenient. No, I mean. Dresses are inconvenient. They get, you know, of course you have to. The kind of playing I did. I didn't need to be wearing a dress because I would climb stuff and I would be on bikes and I would, you know. I ain't got time for a dress. <laughs> I ain't got time for a dress. Sorry to cut you off. No, I just you're wanted good. to throw uh, that in there. I have a memory of being upset because my mom wouldn't let me wear a dress to school. Like uh, I was already dressed in something and I wanted to wear a dress. And I maybe it was dirty. I don't know. But because it usually wasn't an issue. But I have a memory of being upset. And it was like picture day and I wanted to be in my dress. And I used to walk to school. Um, and it was me and Chris, my older brother. I don't know what happened, but we got in a fight on the way mm-hmm. and a cop car actually pulled over to make sure we were okay and had to take me back home and my mom had to take me to school and I still didn't get to wear my dress. Oh my gosh. But I did fall and I had like, like a, my face was swollen or something. I don't know. Like yeah. it was a whole thing, but it all kind of started with the dress. So I'm sure he was picking on me about the dress because that sounds crazy. about right for my brother. He's a picker. I wore a lot of costumes as a kid, or what I what I guess are now considered costumes. I had a lot she, of paj- she cosplayed a lot. As a kid. Well, I mean, I had a lot of superhero pajamas that I would wear as costumes and be like that superhero. That's cool. And I would have like um, find things around the house, like pillowcases or blankets or whatever, and make capes and. All that kind of stuff. And um, my mom, I used to make her... Capes out of towels all the time. It mm-hmm. was great. And my mom, I used to make her paint my face like members of Kiss <laughs> all the time. So I was always doing the Kiss makeup and... Um, that sounds about right. I mean, that that's what the stuff I enjoyed as a kid. So nothing really has changed. <laughs> Except I do wear dresses now. I'd so. ask you, but yours would be like, I really enjoyed painting, uh, dusting that knickknack. The no, third I one, hated The third dusting. one was always my favorite. The rest of them sucked. But I, was, I, I saw it. that third one, I was like, that's the joy, the little joy I have. And, I hated dusting <laughs> so much. I do not dust I, I kinda, my house. I kind of want to build a time machine and rescue you from your own childhood. Uh, so uh, <laughs> I was actually talking to Derby Wife about this today, actually. Talking about the pool today? Pool's that today? It doesn't matter. Uh, recently... I will this is two separate stories but I used to always like see people interacting as a family and would imagine what was happening like you would hear people talking <laughs> hold on that is the saddest thing I've ever no, heard it gets sadder it gets sadder because oh, I didn't God. realize how sad it was so I was telling her about it out loud because we were it was it was this morning because there was this family at this pool um, at a hotel and they were playing and I was like do you ever just sit and look at them and go I wonder what they're saying I wonder what it'd be like to be in that family like right now like what are they talking about are they picking on each other or are they 
being happy. Like I used to do that all the time as a kid. If we would drive by another family in a car, I would always imagine like what would be happening in that car if I was just in it. Like if I could just watch what was happening in that car all the time. I, I kind of feel you because, I mean, I had a good childhood. I mean, my parents are great, but I used to be so upset. I mean, like like a couple of times to tears that I was not in the Adams family. I want, and I'm, I'm not even lying. Again, sounds right. <laughs> I wanted to be in the Adams family so bad. Like to me, as a grown up as a child, I would watch that and think that they were, I thought that they were the perfect family. Aww. That that's how family should be, the Adams family. I mean, really, they're a good family. They're very loving and supportive. They just seem really cool. And they were cool. And they, they were cool. They let their kids do cool stuff, like blow things up. <laughs> I'm serious. It's like, like the I root of this that. is she wanted to blow, blow things, things up. up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's okay. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that's terrible and sad. It uh, is sad. Again, I would build a time machine and rescue you. I didn't realize her. that your child was so, was so rough. <laughs> yeah. So the, the part about the rescuing, I used to... Um, I used to play outside and I would look at the clouds Were you allowed and to? <laughs> did you sneak out? Yeah, you had to be outside or cleaning pretty much. Um, uh-huh. and I would imagine that like this UFO spaceship full of Disney characters would come down and take me away all the time too. All the time. Was to your rock and robin. Family like ultra religious or something? No, or just, no. 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 Just uh, just really strict. Um, my mom and my dad hated each other. Like genuine I don't have memories of them together. Like okay. I have memories of all of us and it's like mom and dad, but it's not together. I see. Um, my dad refused to be a statistic. So they got married right out of high school. They both grew up in really terrible families. So it was like a saving grace for both of them. Had kids young. And then my dad's very like, I, what is a word? He just has to have more. Right. He's never satisfied. Right. Um, And like he has to build. It's like he has to constantly prove that he didn't come from where he did. And my dad's childhood was. He had to compensate. It was equally terrible. Um, Not that it makes it okay, But uh, they fought all the time. So like you didn't have those family. I don't I don't have family memories. Right. I have memories. I have memories of my brother and I making omelets with M&Ms and being outside and then I have the cleaning memories. The cleaning memories are more Liz, honestly, my stepmom, uh, which yeah. is hilarious because I felt very much like Cinderella. Um, once dad and Liz got together, dad did well, did better. Um, and then Liz was very strict. So dad would be working all the time. And then Liz was like, there were six of us. Right. So it's like, you have to clean. And then I babysat the kids all the time. So that was when it shifted from kind of a fend for yourself hostile environment to a well we have money now and we're not going to give any of that to you but we're going to go celebrate it over here and then you can take care of the kids because you're old enough so it went from cleaning to kids right so i really didn't have the time like that sounds really sad but i didn't my, none of my memories from after mckenzie's age are really of being a kid right that's pretty much where I just became the mother. Hmm. That's, terrible. That's probably why I'm on everybody's stuff. I get half of their mail. I have half their stuff in my attic. Like I'm on everybody's stuff. That's if crazy. anything happens to any of them, it comes to me. That also <laughs> explains why you 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 can't not not do something. Yeah, you yeah. can't relax and sit. Yeah, I've never, never relaxed no, ever. You've never had been, You've never no. been allowed no, to relax. No. You don't know how. Well, you like really, so, I was in uh, color guard in high school, and I loved it. And I would have to, as soon as the football game ended, my boyfriend at the time would bring me home, 
so that I could babysit because my older brother would be babysitting and he would leave the kids inside and he would be smoking pot in the garage with his friends. So I had to like, I would get done with a high school event and be like, we have to go home. Like you have to take me home right now. And I will go straight home to where I would panic and have to clean and take care of everybody. Like there was one day I walked in and Jeremy was my youngest brother was <laughs> my youngest. Uh, my youngest brother was chewing on like the glass inserts to like an oil burner where oh the wick God. goes in chewing on it. He was like two or three at the time. And my brother was just outside. So like I, I didn't re- like the times I did relax were connected to not relaxing. Right. Like it was like, I have this moment and that's great, but now we have to go. Um, so it wasn't ever just, it doesn't matter. I can just be out. It's fine. So. Yeah, you need that. So you, I'm you, trying, man. You, no, you, see, you, make, you maybe need some occupational therapy to help you figure. Oh, I definitely need therapy. So, someone to help you. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Just someone to help you learn how to relax. And then, of course, you know, everything like, you know, my mom's going through stuff. So on top of that. Right. It's every time I'm like, I really should seek help. And then I'll get to it. I'll be surprised if we all don't end up in therapy the way this year is going. I think everybody needs some level of therapy after this year. I mean, everything's changed. Some people don't have do well with change or medical issues Mm -hmm. or you've lost loved ones or, you know, it's it. Everything's a little bit different to everybody. Just all the negativity. It's there's a lot of negativity. For me, this is a therapy session. I like talking to y'all. Oh, I like it too. Makes me feel better. Hey, I got some good news. Okay, good. Uh, we per- need it right now. On a personal front, um, as you know, uh, last year I got diagnosed with uh, this crazy lung disease, uh, sarcoidosis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I went to my lung doctor on Tuesday. Uh-huh. I had the best breathing test I have ever had nice. with him. Well done. He lowered my medication. Nice. And said... Basically, in six months, if I have no relapse, he would happily call me in remission. Oh, awesome. that's great. So, so six months, we got six months to get through this. We may be over this nightmare. So, awesome. Yay. That would be awesome. So that's good news. That is good, good news. news in 2020. Yeah. See, it ain't so. So we've all the bad news <laughs> About to the out. lungs, too. Right. <laughs> Crazy. All the bad news to come up with. What, what is this going to cost me with this good, good news? It's bad you have to think about it that way. But, I know. You know Try not to. Try to just absorb the good news. I try. I try. Um, so uh, uh, last week we did this on video and people watched it. That's awesome. Um, and I had um, uh, one real comment from a friend I wanted to mention. It's probably about me. Yes. Turning from my mic to look at the camera. No, but no, you should do that. I don't need you to watch it so you can watch your mouth leave the camera. Yeah. I leave the microphone. I was like, so what I was, was the talking? So the comment was, um, she couldn't believe that uh, you didn't like ham sandwiches and was like appalled by that idea. Ham is so gross. I love ham sandwiches. I'm not going to lie. So Kisa uh, wanted me to mention that she didn't understand why you didn't like ham sandwiches. Thank you. And I'm like, Kisa, you're Jewish. I don't know why you like ham sandwiches because yeah. it's pork. I don't but, know why I don't like ham. I can eat it, but it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite either. So I, yeah. I don't go out of my way to ever get it. If I see it like on a pizza, I'm like, yeah. do I have to have that pizza? Mm. If, if I go like to get deli meat like boar's head, I don't get ham. But every once in a while, and I guess because for me, it's a childhood thing. It's not that ham is great, but... 
it brings back memories. And every once in a while, I have to go and get that rectangular shaped ham <laughs> that comes in, you know, because that's what I remember as a kid. And as a kid, because I'm kind of OCD, that always bothered me that the piece of meat was bigger than the bread. That's fantastic. And so, and I would have to like cut, I'd have to cut like part of it off. To, so it would fit on my... Now um, they just make bigger bread. Right. Well, no, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. And, and my mom would always try to just fold that flap over, which I couldn't handle because then one side of my sandwich was thicker than the other side of my sandwich. <laughs> it was crazy. But it brings back these, you know, we used to like make ham yeah. sandwiches and go to the beach and, you know, do stuff like that. So I remember. Do you remember the ham sandwiches with the square cheese in them? Yes, I remember the oh. ham and cheese. So it was just I was like the ham and cheese loaf. It was all all in one. I used to eat that as a kid too, but I always would pick out the cheese first, eat that, and then eat the meat. Just like a kid. Did you uh, ever eat bologna and like bite out eye holes and put it kid. on your face? I have kid. done that before yeah. too. That I also too. don't like bologna, but I have done. See, that. I like bologna, but, I, but Southern, I'll, I'll fry, fry the hell out of it. Yeah, I like fried, fried bologna, bologna mm. with mustard. I've had fried bologna for the first time this year. Fried bologna is good. It's, but we, I ate so growing up, I also didn't like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for a long time because that's pretty much what we had. We had peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. We had bologna sandwiches. Mm. That was pretty much it. We so, had six kids to feed, so yeah. So like it, y'all eating like the army. <laughs> we did. Like we, you know, crazily as an adult, just as a little side tangent, we ate a lot of hamburger helper, a lot. <laughs> Cheap. It's not though. I don't know if Back beef day, prices what? were cheaper. Yeah, meat prices are way cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. Beef is like hardly ever on sale. First of all, like ground beef. Well, right now, because of COVID, it's no, no, no. Just... I'm talking about like since in my adult life, oh. um, buying meat. <laughs> I I find. I find hamburger less to be on sale than other things. I don't know. I've always, well, I, I, not in the past maybe decade because I don't make hamburger helper anymore. But back when I first got married to my first husband, I was in my 20s. Mm -hmm. And... I made a lot of hamburger helper, but I remember the meat prices being fairly cheap. So, I mean, That's it, why it, it may have meal. been. And tuna helper. I love tuna yeah, helper. Oh, my God. Love. Tuna helper, tuna casserole, yeah. hamburger helper. Yeah. Things I all refuse to eat now. But as an adult, like I, there was at one point, um, Mackenzie was little. It was in Fairhope when Scotty and I lived together. There was We would be shopping yeah, and baby. we used to get like boxes of meals like that because they were easy yeah. and I was running my parents' business and the production manager at the theater and I was in school. I was busy. So we would get those. Yeah. And I was like, this is surprisingly not cheaper than just making it yourself with noodles. Oh, yeah. And a can of like cream of chicken or something. Like, you know, like just actually making it instead of getting a box. Yeah. Um, but again, the prices could have been different because I remember eating a lot of it. And I was like, I just don't understand how they could afford that with all of us. Because you would have to use like three boxes yeah. at least, if not more. It doesn't feed very many people per no. box. But we, tater tot casserole. I've <sighs> never had that. It's ground beef, corn, and cream of mushroom soup with tater tots on top of it. That sounds terrible. It was terrible. I ate that kind of food. Where everybody's like, uh, I was telling Derby Wife, potato soup. My dad loved potato soup. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. It was potatoes, water, and onions. Uh-uh. That was our potato soup. And then we would maybe get oyster crackers. Well, no, wait a minute. You don't even put, like, milk in your oyster soup and make it creamy? They didn't. I hate <laughs> potato soup because it was like, that's what he would. I would come home from school and the, the food processor would be like on the counter. That's like boiled, boiled potatoes. 
potatoes and you're just yeah, I know. flavoring it with onion. I know. They all loved it so much. And I hate onion. I hate See, my it. My husband makes potato Ugh. soup, but he makes it like with like chicken stock and then he makes nope. it with heavy cream and That's he fancy puts cheese people in it. He, puts, he, puts he makes cheese in it. Cream? Yeah. And he puts cheese in it and then we always have bacon crumbles to put on top of nope. it and green onions. And so he makes See, like a lo- he makes a loaded potato soup and it's just delicious. They're no. the opposite, the unloaded potato soup. So the, you lucky to get the onion. Yeah, so I would come home and the, the food processor would be on the counter and it would take me a second to go where's a bag of potatoes? And I'll look around and I'll see him and I'll go up to him and be like, I have plans at a friend's house tonight. I can't be home for dinner. And he was like, you saw the food processor? It's like, yes. He's like, okay. Like that's the one night where it was like, okay. Cause it was, I hated it so much as an adult. I went back to my dad's house before they had originally moved to Washington. So I just had Penny who is now uh-huh. seven. Um, I went over there and we went for dinner and I showed up and I was like, it smells like potato soup in here. He was like, I made sure that there were leftovers for you. And mm. I walked in and this MFR had bacon and cheese and sour cream and all these things. And it looked different. And he made a loaded like, potato soup. I was like, these kids, because there's six of us. So like, there's still at least three. I don't think Nathan was there. So Kyle, Karen, Jeremy were still at the house. I was like, that's not fair. You need to give them that water stuff you gave me. That's This is like a meal. What you yeah. gave me was a, a drink. Ugh, it was so that bad. That sounds horrible. It was so bad. That's like his favorite soup. My, oh. I remember my, when my mom remarried, when my parents divorced and my mom remarried. My mom can't cook. She's never cooked, ever. My dad did all the cooking. And so her new husband would cook, but he's not from around here. And so he cooks everything differently. He's from West Virginia, actually. Okay, I about to say, what do you mean, where is he from? Yeah, I kept not thinking, from around I kept thinking like he's a foreigner, but I guess no, West Virginia he's is He's from foreign. West Virginia, and um, he's from Morgantown. But, um, Barely West Virginia. But <laughs> he would make things like it, it just and then he would and he used to like he'd spent like 24 years in the army too so we got things like shit on a shingle mm, had um, that. um which to me was disgusting um that's the toast or the toast, mashed potatoes yeah it was a, like it was like a cream cream gravy mm-hmm. on toast mm-hmm. it was awful you had to eat it quick yeah and then soggy that's it and then he would make um spaghetti and he used to think his spaghetti was the best spaghetti ever but he <laughs> would dump like two cups of sugar in his spaghetti oh my gosh. so it had this really weird flavor i mean it was like candied tomatoes the it was, secret is in the sugar it's so bad it was so bad and i couldn't understand it's like who the hell put sugar in their spaghetti we don't do that down here mm. we put garlic in our spaghetti so that was weird. And the other meal that he cooked, you know, these three things is what we ate all the time in, when I was in high school because when he cooked. The other thing was fried onions and potatoes. That would be your whole meal. He would, oh. he would just pan fry onions and potatoes, and that would be it. Not, not that we were poor or anything, just that my mother didn't know how to cook, and those are the things that he knew how to cook. So how would you figure out how to cook? My dad. My dad taught me everything I know. Cool. Now, I'd go visit my dad, and it'd be a whole new world, because him and his wonderful wife cooked things so good. I mean, it was like that good country, home <laughs> home cooking, I don't soul cook. food. I mean, it was just amazing. Mom and dad both cook everything. I, didn't, I, I never learned, and they weren't like... 
you know, God love my parents, but there, there's some things that they like on hindsight, you probably would have, should have taught your child Yeah. and regardless of how, and so I, and don't get me wrong. I probably would have resisted knowing me back then. However, but the result as an adult, I don't know how to cook. Oh shit! I've lived with you. You know I don't know how to cook. If if, it doesn't if you got hungry, it was chicken nuggets from a bag or something, or something frozen. Yeah. You can put in the oven because right? yeah. I don't know. How, it's it's gotten worse too. Because now I get I get ill looking at like cutting meat and stuff makes me nauseous. So I can't. That's like I'm doomed. In uh, fairness, oh cutting meat is pretty gross. Right, but like so, I, and I just as I got didn't bother but, me. No, but. It used to not bother me either, but as I've gotten older, I can't like, like the same way with like horror films, like really, like really gory horror films. I get squeamish now. Really? Yeah, it happened the last five six years. That's weird. So yeah, so I've gotten this weird, weird squeamish about stuff. So I'm just doomed. No, I never had problems with that. <laughs> I see, I've, I've either I, I've either got to marry someone to take care of me, or, or get rich to hire someone to take care well, of me. Well, see if something happens to Jamie. <laughs> you've already promised that you're going to marry me, and yeah. I can cook. So, so there's that. But so I never learned how to cook. So. so. I tell myself. So it was trial and error. Uh, yeah, my dad, I mean, he, he used to own a restaurant and my dad, I mean, believed in food. Like you don't, number one, he was totally against fast food because it was crap. I mm-hmm. mean, he I mean, believes in good, like we would get up in the morning before school and he would cook eggs and grits and bacon and biscuits and that would be like first thing in the morning and if we can't were running can't even cook bacon hmm? I can't even just bake it babe oh, just awesome. stick it on a pan put they it have on. microwavable bacon now you know, I mean I use that but like 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 and bacon's not hard. You heat up a pan because it comes. It can with be hard. It pops and stuff. Well, that's I'm, yeah, but you just throw it in the pan and it cooks. I'm also. I guess partially because I'm ter- terrified and partially because I'm colorblind. So uh, I have real trouble telling like meat colors. Like when oh, they're ready. that's a good so point. So you, you have to time it, I guess. Uh, when well, I see. I don't know. So, I, so, so I'm just, instead, I'm just more terrified of it. So I, I mean, so I either fry everything over. I over just fry the shit out of it or I, I, I don't, I order it. Get a lot of beef that way. If it's a little raw, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Before don't my do that with chicken. Yeah, don't do it. My early childhood, when my parents were still married, because um, I divorced when I was thirteen, and after the divorce, I mostly lived with my mom. I'd stay with my dad a lot, but you know, yeah. my mom had physical custody of me. But um, before they got divorced, I remember the meals that we had were just incredible because we also, you know, grew up the water so most of our food was seafood i mean we got it cheap because my dad would just catch it you know so we it was wonderful i'm talking about there's it's a miracle that i wasn't 400 pounds as a child well you were out running i was thin as a kid because i ate the, everything but when i ran into all the mm-hmm. stuff and then as i got older i didn't do that as much but it's it's mm. nice though because my dad always insisted um he'd you know my dad was like me. We're like we're the same as far as we eat everything. We don't have a food that we don't like. And challenge accepted. And because of because of the way he was, if he got brought home something new, it's like you can't you're not allowed to say you don't like it. You have to try it first. And so everything I tried, I liked. Jackfruit. I yeah, I make barbecue. I'll come back to you. Okay. Um pulled pork or po- pulled Pulled pork in quotations, jackfruit. Interesting. So uh, I I was thinking about a combo of things, um, gross foods as a kid, but also my favorite foods as a kid. Uh-huh. And so when I was little, they this come Hormel made them. I think Hormel made it made a a stuffed hot dog. 
Oh. Stuff with cheese? Yeah, there was one yeah. of the stuffed cheese. They also had one stuffed with chili. Oh, yeah, I remember those. Called, those are great. Yeah, they're called Frankenstuffs. Yes, those I don't know why great. they don't make those anymore. Frankenstuffs was amazing. They were so I lived good. off Frankenstuffs. Like, Did my, you guys have Frankenstuffs? <laughs> Frankenstuffs? No, it's a, it's, a, it's a hot dog that's filled stuffed with, with chili. Stuff, stuff with chili or cheese, either or. And so, they were amazing. I remember mm, those. Real good. I so, remember yeah. the hot dogs with cheese because sometimes it wouldn't be melted right and it was weird when you got that bite. Um I remember that. I still buy the sausage. Uh, there's there's a sausage that has like cheese chunks in it, but I fry it up so it, it gets even all right that way. But it's good. But yeah, the the Frankenstuff. Okay, so the reason why I remember that is because um, I have fallen into a terrible ritual at night. Oh no, ice cream? Nope, nope. Um, on on YouTube. Okay, oh, nothing to do with food. I what well, it it does. I have been like going to bed listening and half watching 80s and 90s commercials. Oh Jesus. Oh my gosh. Like like as a kid I would hate them because they were interrupting my cartoon. But they're pretty comical. But now I'm watching like especially in comparison to what we have. Well it's not even that. It's just it, it's 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 fun to go back and look at st- Stuff that I've literally not seen in 30 years. Yeah. And the memories of, of certain show commercials I love that they all had these cute little jingles. Oh, yeah. They all have, they all have jingles good. and the hairstyles. And, and I also like finding <laughs> people styles. finding people who are, f- are famous now who started their commercials. Yeah. There's a Jason Alexander one where he sang about the McDonald's uh, Mc, uh, DLT. Oh, I remember the McDLT. Which... You don't know the McDLT? No, I'm trying to figure it out. So the McDLT was a sandwich. It was it was basically it was almost it was basically a quarter pound of cheese, but they, it came in a styrofoam container with one side had the meat and the bottom bread, and the other side had the top bread and all the fixings. And the the gimmick was that the one side kept cold, cold, and the other side kept hot, and so you could build your and have the freshest burger. Interesting. However, um, it was very popular. It was too popular, in fact, because everyone kept just throwing the styrofoam away everywhere, and it would get on highways and all this other stuff. It got to a point where it was the the trash from the styrofoam was so bad it killed styrofoam in restaurants. It was crazy. And so they the McDonald's were the first. To, they pulled the sandwich and they pulled all their styrofoam, and that's why we don't have styrofoam. McDonald's had some great too. commercials. Oh, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. I remember the one that go, went. Um, Big Mac, Filet of Fish, Quarter Pounder, French Fries, Icy Coke, Thick Shake, Sundays, and Apple Pies. <laughs> <laughs> that was basically their menu at the time too. It was, it was great. Boom, done. That was, that was a '70s one. Oh my God, I don't know yeah. what they have though. You heard the song. You know everything they have. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I just sang it to you. Right. Listen, I, I remember losing a tooth in a cheeseburger at McDonald's. Not that the cheeseburger was bad. I had a really loose front tooth. Right. And um, mom had got me a Happy Meal, and I bit right into it, and you know. My tooth was stuck in my burger. <laughs> it just come right out because I would let those things dangle. So if you didn't have kids, my next statement would be a happy meal is a because I know you didn't get any. <laughs> no, um, I, actually, I actually have a McDonald's story. Uh, okay. So and I'm pretty sure this is where my disdain for onions came from. And I don't know where we were, why we were there, but we were at somebody else's house 
Mm. which never happened. So I feel like it was probably one of the occasions where my parents were fighting and one of them had taken us from the other one and we were hiding in somebody's house. Uh, that <laughs> happened a couple of times. <laughs> but the story gets... Jesus, girl. You, you guys have no idea. See, I'm, I'm glad you, we love you. Yeah. Thank you. And we're not getting divorced, so we'll no, stay with that's you. That's also <laughs> the first time I ever was in a cab. My mom went to like this what I imagine is like a 15 place type of thing yeah. to get help. And there was like, that was the first time I sat on a sit and spin and then we had to get into a cab to go somewhere. And I was just baffled by that. Anyway, that's a different <laughs> story. Um, but we were, I remember sitting in front of this TV and it was in the corner of a room. Cause it was one of those hutches that you said where right. the TV was on it. And they had gotten like a bag of burgers. Like that's what we got was it's easier. We're getting a whole bag of burgers. Y'all get a burger. You're not going to have meal. That's ridiculous. And it, McDonald's like cheeseburgers come with those tiny onions. They do. In I love a them. heaping mountful. Mm. It's like, <laughs> and then a patty somewhere in there. Um, and I, I didn't like it. And I was told I was not allowed to pick it off and I had to eat it. Oh my God. And I, like, this That's is something terrible. that like my kids, I've recently had a lot of heart to hearts with them because they, my kids are terrible about eating. Oh, it's gotten to especially. a place where they're like, I don't like it. And then they'll sit it out, like wait out and yeah. think that they can just get down because they'll sit there for like an hour and then it's like, fine, just go away, throw it away. Like, oh no, no, no. Y'all are going to start eating this food. Like, I don't think you guys understand if I even said I didn't like food, I probably would have got beat. Yeah. I'm not talking about like talk to or spanking like I would have been beaten right and you didn't do that so I in that moment it's like I do not like this and it's like you're not you're eating it and I know coming from their point of view it might have been like hey, I just spent the money on that you're gonna eat it you're gonna be oh, grateful yeah. but it's like I wasn't even allowed to scrape the onions off oh, I had to eat terrible. it and it it stays in your mouth for five years. I See, swear to God, I was a teenager can still taste it. Ugh. I was the opposite with onions. My cousin and I used to play at my grandmother's house and they had she had a garden and we used to dig up her onions and sit outside and eat the onions, the green onions, and just Ugh. eat them like no. just like just eat them straight. And then our another snack, our favorite snack that we had was Tabasco sauce on saltines. So between the My onions, eat those. yeah, between between the Tabasco sauce and the onions, my breath was pleasant Hold as on. a child. Oh, I'm getting my steps. Okay, was, I've done I've done eight active hours today. I've been super active. I'm not going to lose the last one of the day. I'm just going to shrug my shoulders a few times. I you guys, if I don't hit my nine active hours, like if I miss an hour at work because I'm too busy to get it, I am genuinely disappointed in myself. Why? That's terrible. I don't okay. know. Why I can't. I don't know. Right. Because it's like a goal I set where it's like I sit down and make calls all day. The least I can do is hit my steps. And so usually I'll get up and run in place if I'm at work until I hit it. Um, but if I happen to miss it, I, like after the end of the day, I'm like, I took 10,000 steps, but it doesn't matter because I missed an hour. Stupid. Oh, God. I genuinely get upset, guys. I don't know. I need help. <laughs> yeah, you do. You're you just going to get these last but, hundred steps, okay? Okay. You do, yeah. But cool. you're not really getting steps, though. It's still working out. Do this a couple times. But See how you feel. But you're cheating. It's still physical. Do it. Just saying. Do it the whole time I do I it. I mean, if you're going to be crazy about it, I'm just trying to help you be really, really but crazy about it. I can't step. Scotty, I'm attached. <laughs> I'm just attached to the, the show. Mic. Do, 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 do you want to get you a wireless mic so you can... Yes. Work? 100%. <laughs> yes, I do. Is that possible? <laughs> so she can scare her. Yes. 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 Yeah. I'll be like over there. You'll be like, we're losing you. You got to come back. I'm coming back. 
<laughs> she wouldn't pay attention. She'd be so worked yeah. up in her skating. She'd be like, squirrel. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm focused, okay? Yeah, on your skating, you can be focused on skating Look, in. nine active hours. Good Boom. for you. Boom. Got it. I'm proud of you. So that was my McDonald's memory. So I don't have memories of the Happy Meals. No, we were not allowed to buy those. I had a birthday party once at McDonald's. Which is the weirdest thing? I think I did too. That used to be much more popular than it is now. (laughs) Right, we're going to the McDonald's. That sounds terrible. Because because Irish even had a birthday party at McDonald's when he was two. And I was like seven or eight. They were still doing it back. That's when they had the big playground. So when Parrish was, but I've been the one in Baby Nat. Baby Nat's never had a playground. I know we played. um, I guess they they had like. Corporate had created party games, and so we played McDonald's corporate party game stuff. And so it was like, that's cool. So it was like, kids line up, uh, and then race to see how many straws you can get into this cup. And it was that kind of stuff. That and was we, crazy. I mean, what are those called now? The minute to win it games. Yeah, it's kind of like, like those like, kind of things. You and can it was do. like take these ashtrays and run, the, oh. run against the walls. <laughs> that's when you could smoke in. in yeah, the yeah. they all had them, and so you could do Different stuff. Different time. Different you would time. Throw the the ashtrays as a frisbee and knock down um, cups that were stacked like a like a carnival game. So yeah, that was that. The, I remember. Can that. we all just take a moment to think about like if one of the McDonald's, like let's just say a McDonald's is popular, like it's in a very populated area, is like we're gonna do some of the old school things. Like we're gonna throwback. People love throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Let's see how it goes. And they brought out ashtrays. Oh, they were like, children, you're going to throw these at cups now. Can you imagine the hellfire that would rain oh, yeah, down on totally. them? That's crazy. Absolutely. I can imagine children going, what are these? Yeah. Sometimes I forget the things they don't know. Yeah. It's crazy. I saw, um, so where I work, you know, we do an online business and, um, they have some antiques that they also put online, you know, that we don't necessarily sell in the store, but it's, you know, like personal antiques. Mm-hmm. And I was um, looking at some stuff because I was listing some jewelry items. So I saw that they had listed some antiques and one of it was a rotary phone. And I looked at that for a minute and I'm like, A, who the hell is going to buy a rotary phone? Oh, I would love eBay. to have a rotary phone. Well, there's one on eBay right now. I can well, get I need a house you. first, but I will have a rotary home and, phone. And B, I'm like... Next to a little untable next to a chair Why next to the, the fireplace. It was just crazy. Because like I've hit the point where it's like, it would be nice to have a, a, a phone at the house with the kids. In case they... Because they ride the bus home. So they can call your cell phone. If they have a cell phone, Mickey has one. But what if Mickey's not there? So I have to pay for a whole cell phone bill, but I can't pay for a $10 home phone? Why would Mm -hmm. the kids be by Mm -hmm. their selves? If they rode the bus home. Hell, I'm not talking about if Mickey wasn't there. Well, I mean, they they wouldn't do that. I'm just saying. That's what I'm saying. But Mackenzie's also 12. So let's say she loses her phone at school and something happens and she has no way to call me. I'm just saying, I always thought it'd be really cool to have a rotary phone on a little stand next to a really cool chair next to a fireplace and the kids would have to learn how to (laughs) every time. Oh God, it would be so much fun. I want one so My grandmother had a telephone table or telephone chair. She had her one telephone and it was in a hallway. There is a desk like your telephone desk and you sat in the chair and you would talk on the phone and you didn't go anywhere else to talk on the phone. It was just this what it was for. With a cord. And it was rotary too. It'll be a rotary. This may have been me after you. Rolodex with numbers. I, I got my own phone 
I know I didn't get my own phone line, but we had two phone lines because dad had a business line and we had a home line. Uh-huh. So there was always, there was always two phones so I could have an extra line. Because back then you had to have to get your own line if you were a teenager. Yeah, I did. Yeah. By the time oh, I was in cute. high school, I got my own line. So did you, you have your own line? Did, did you, right? We did. Uh-huh. Um, did, uh, did you have the clear phone? I did where you could see all the, and it was, all the like, like it was pink and green and all, all the neon colors on yeah, the so inside. Yeah, so clear, clear phone. You could that would be so see cool. all the innards of it. And, and, and I might have one of those. Yeah, I had, I had a, so I had a clear phone. I loved my clear phone. Oh, hamburger phone. Do you know what I always wanted? Was one of those um, Apple computers that were clear with like like a purple with the clear outside. I wanted one of those so bad as a kid. So bad. They're impossible to find now. You can find them, but it's difficult and they're expensive for what they are. So speaking of finding things, I've I'm thinking about, you know, the office and things I want to decorate in it. Right. There's a lot of toys and knickknacks and stuff, and that that's cool for the office. And I was trying to figure out there, you know, for me for me and you know, when we design the set and stuff, there's some stuff in there that I know that is specific for my childhood I would love to reclaim. Right. And find and put it just to, to you know, you know, yeah, things that were a part of me uh, that was important to me in my childhood that it has led to the development of of, of who I am and what I do. Can I hang right. a duster? Oh, I, <laughs> that's <laughs> sad. You can if you'd like. I'm joking. I'd really rather not. Get, I kept thinking of the jacket for a second, then I was like, oh wait, no, she's really sad. I <laughs> she really you got a dust. means a duster. See, I didn't think you got a duster. I figured no, like it was a spray with a rag. See, I'm figuring it was a rag. I wanted to use that little. This is my my dreams as a kid. Is one of those little feather ones. No, you'll just shoot the dust everywhere else. You have to spray it and wipe it up. I mean, she has point when it comes to that. No, don't do this right now. Don't do this right now. So, as you may know, my father is um uh it still is but when i was growing up he was the volunteer fire chief in Purdue, alabama and my grandfather helped found it so they were both oh cool they both were vi- volunteer firemen so we're gonna get a pole and so <gasps> no we're not getting a pole oh that would be so but if cool you want to put a pole in here you're more than welcome to i'm not gonna stop you but um but i remember <laughs> so as, as you also know i'm adopted Right. right, and I remember the first Christmas that we had as a family: my mother, me, uh, dad, and um, my grandparents. My so my father's parents, and uh, we got together at my my grandparents' house for the first first Christmas, and, with, and so I wasn't quite adopted. They, I think they had gotten married, and but the adoption process took a little longer. But, right. but they, I, I didn't know it was on the way. But anyway, so I am six, maybe uh-huh. seven. And my grandfather gives me a Lentinel, that's the name of the company, fire truck. It's a two, it's a two piece fire truck with like, it's like almost like a transfer truck cab and it's got a long, it's got a uh, hook and ladder on the back. Uh-huh. I, I, I found them on eBay. Oh, how cool. So I'm, oh, that's gonna, fun. I'm going to, I'm going to have that. That's, that's something that's coming in and we're going to have that. So if you see that in the background, you know, that it's just, you know, like I said, you know, you know, the fire department has been in my life most of my life. Technically all my life, because that's still in it. And I had my shot at it. And I just, it, you know, there's some things you can follow in your parents' footsteps. I just, it's not for me. It's, yeah. just, it's not for me. And, but, um, you can make the videos for them. Sure. That's cool. They're safety videos. That's neat memories. My, um, dad's twin brother, my dad, um, has an identical twin and he was the fire chief of Springfield, Florida, which is like a s- suburb of Panama City. And I remember as a kid going to hang out at the fire station. And so they had the upstairs, you know, kind of like this loft common area and all of that. 
you know, and mm-hmm. then they had the poles and he, they let us slide down the poles and they had let us ride, you know, he would take us around the block on the, on the, um, fire trucks. And yeah, all we didn't have, we, we, our station didn't have, because we're volunteers. So we didn't have, it was one story. It was oh, just, he the, was, yeah, he was a yeah, so fireman, fireman. He also, you know, so that was. So, um, well, and the reason why they're volunteers is because, you know, I grew up in rural Alabama. So yeah. and you're far enough away from a city, you've got to have. You know, you you know, you can't no, no. have fires. No, we, I'm just explaining used, to the audience. Oh yeah, that's right. We used to live in Mount Vernon, Alabama, and when we lived there, my father was vo- volunteer fireman. I have, I have been, no firemen in my I, family. I have been on many a fire call because mom used to work midnights, and so if there's a fire call at one o'clock in the morning, dad would rust rust my elementary school butt out of bed, and we would get and I'd sleep in the pumper truck, and they'd go fight fire or go to a wreck or whatever, and then. I've been to a ton of them, and the 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 one I remember the most is uh, I may have told this story before, but it's been a while. I may not have said it on this podcast, but um, I was in second grade when my school burned down. Oh God, the one in Bimonet? No, one in Perdita. Oh, where I grew okay. Up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was the the one of the last old pine wood schools in the uh, in there. I know it was in the state, but maybe the last one's a company country. And so it was the weekend, and uh, Dad got the fire call, and me and Dad, well, it was an alarm call. First, the fire alarm went off. Right. So Dad and me got in the truck, and we went to the school. My grandfather followed suit. He went there, and yeah, so we got there. This It was a massive school, and uh, you could see uh, f- flames and smoke coming from the roof. It wasn't very big. It wasn't, it was probably the biggest table. And my grandfather got the ladder and got up into the attic. And he said uh, if he had a water hose, he could have put that fire out. Aww. But by the time they got the um, pumper and the truck and the water truck there to go fight the fire, it was fully in guard because it, it was just too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and it, it was only five minutes away. And so it was because of that, that old pine wood and the way it was treated. It's literally it's just, it just went up. It just went up. And so lightning hit the roof. And that's how it happened. Oh, man. And it was, I mean, I've got pictures. It's just like, I mean, fire ate that school up. Well, I'm glad your granddad got down fast yeah, enough. Yeah, he got down that far. For how quickly it went. Grandfather yeah. li- my, my, my grandfather lived uh, many, 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 many years, died. He's probably been gone about 10 hmm. years. I think 2010 is when he passed. But yeah, good guy, good guy. But he gave me my first fire truck. So I'm like, I've got to get awesome. one of that. Got to get one of those. Oh, that's cool. Um, there's an Avon dog I need to get that's on my list okay so, get you your Avon dog yeah it's a yeah, it's a it's a little dog in a Eskimo coat he's a little hmm. husky but he's a little brown husky I love that dog as a kid I Cared love a, that dog the, seriously it, like as, as a small like a young child like I think I got him when I was two or three and kept him until I was five or six he only replaced him with or seven replaced him with Gizmo that's crazy. Seven. when I got my first Gizmo he got replaced with Gizmo Poor dog. So I slept with them for years. Love that dog. My kids have so many snugglies, as they call it. So mm. many. It's ridiculous. I was cleaning through my mom's stuff, and we came across my... In a different world, my mom had a room for Mackenzie in her house. Like, Mackenzie oh. was two, three. When, it, when every room, every house she went to had at least two bedrooms. So she decided that she was just going to make a room for Mackenzie. And right. so she had a toddler bed. We just found a high chair, a stroller, all from Mackenzie. That's how long it's been since she's done that. And there was a box that said Mickey's 
stuffed animals and I opened it and she was like, well, do you want to go through it? I was like, mom, you could throw all these away and I'm okay with that. Like, I don't need any of these. Right. Like you can go through it. I don't remember them. It was at your house. So if you see something in there that means a lot to you, by all means, we can keep it. But I am not taking anything home. That Callie has a full bunk bed. She has the bottom of a bunk bed set. Yeah. My three-year-old and four-year-old, excuse me. I was like, oh oh, man, Uh, four-year-old and half of it is stuffed animals. And I have cleaned it out a couple of times. Oh my gosh. Like it, because people just like, oh, it's a little kid, and then they get a stuffed animal, or like, or they go to a Mardi Gras parade. They yeah. have Callie has a handful that she takes everywhere. Uh, actually, part of it I gave her for Christmas. I going through my old stuff. I I hit a point where my parents would just buy me Little Mermaid stuff when I was older, like in my high school years, because Liz, my ex stepmom, collected Tinkerbell. So we're talking like. Kid lunch boxes, kid silverware, yeah. kid plates, anything with Tinkerbell on it ever she bought. She had shelves of Tinkerbell stuff. Uh-huh. So they did the same thing to me. But with Little Mermaid. I did not care about this stuff. Like, I like the Little Mermaid. It, it means a lot to me for different reasons, I think, than Tinkerbell meant to her. Like, I don't know. I don't know the connection. Um, so I started going through these boxes and I would find, like, stuffed animals and things that I was like, I'm not keeping these. So one of them was I had all of the sister mermaids. Like they're about like, what is that? Eight inches. Don't lie. You can name them all. No, I can't, but they're all A's. I cannot. I didn't know the sisters very well. Um, I, I really can't. It, I know they're the C, right? Aren't they? Yeah. They're, oh, their hair color matches the C that they represent. That's right. Um, so they're, they all start with A. I do know that. It's like Adrena and stuff like that. They're they're interesting names. But there's all these little dolls that are just mermaids. And I gave them to Callie. She sleeps with all of those. Oh, wow. So like we just did a sleepover and she had like all of those and this random shark. And, and a shark. <laughs> Penny sleeps with a, um, a sea turtle toy, like a hard toy. Oh, wow. That's her snuggly. That explains Penny a lot, honestly. Uh, so it changes. So they don't have like a, this is the one I take everywhere. I w- will say um, when they were all due or when they were all born, I should say, um, I got them all Build-A-Bear teddy bears. Yeah. So they all have a Build-A-Bear from the time that they were born. I have a Stormtrooper Build-A-Bear. That's so cute. It is. He's really cute. So real quick, just to interrupt, just for yeah. the quick, curious minds out there. Is Adrena is one of them. <clears throat> yes. Mm-hmm. How many sisters is, uh, how many sisters does she have? There's seven. seven. There's eight altogether. She has six older sisters. Yeah. There's seven altogether. Oh, seven. 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 Backwards. Seven. Right. There's seven yeah, yeah, yeah. Backwards. So they are uh, Atina, mm-hmm. Alana, Adela, Adela. Uh, Aquata. I can remember the song. Arista, and then Adrena. And now we know. Adrena was important because we were recently looking into Derby Wife and I were looking into something important about Adrena that we discovered. Was it something about which sea she represents? I think so. Because again, their hair matches the sea they represent. Things I never think about. Stuff I never knew. It's like, I... I thought that they were just briefly in the movie, <laughs> and that's all I cared about the sisters. I mean, I don't know their names. I didn't. I learned that just yeah. like this last year, I think. 
the hair colors. So I want to move on before we go because I saw something that I think is fascinating and gross all at the same time and I want right. to share it because it's probably going to end up in a comic or something I write. That'd be great. So have you seen the video on Facebook about the womb that's outside the body? No. No. So there's a pot. Someone has invented or working on an invention of a, of a, an embryo pod, oh a God. womb. And so if you're too busy in your life to be pregnant, you would in, grow your child in this pod. And so it's, it's like, it's, it's almost like a piece of furniture or an aquarium. And so the example, they've got it on like a pedestal and then you feed it every day and it grows into a baby and then the baby you have the baby when the baby's the baby's time yeah and that is the weirdest shit to me and i just want to share that with everybody what do you feed it nutrients there's a they have a nutrient pod that you feed it's so you're basically your 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 human baby is basically a sea monkey and so i have lots of thoughts i mean i think that would be good for maybe um uh, a couple that are both male and they want to have a baby together and they don't want mm-hmm. to have a surrogate. They can do it themselves, maybe. I think there's the pod. That, that's a good reason for it. I think there's many, like if, if you're unable to carry a child. Yeah, if you can't, um, like if you have no uterus. Yes. Or if you're a, a male couple that yeah. cannot physically, you have to trust somebody else to do it. Right. You know, I think there's a lot of I good reasons. I will note reasons. in the video, it was a hetero couple who was very yuppie. So, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Because at first, because you got to understand, this is at first if this the reality of this is so slim that's why it's, it's very sci very clony right very sci-fi cl- cl- clony kind of stuff which I dug I was like I could see this going south there's no good there's I don't see any positive out of this like this baby's normal is it I don't know you were born in a pod dear I didn't want to carry you you're a pod baby I, yeah I wonder what what, the, what that will do with the bond so so oh, that's an interesting I'm, I'm, thing I'm like too. this I um I'm terrible at like feeding fish oh yeah that's my <laughs> other thing what if you forget to feed the pod right <laughs> or you overfeed it or something and then it, like why is my goldfish swimming this way it's like did you give it a it's nutrients like, pod it's like why is my why is my pod floating that's <laughs> 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 terrible but like on the flip side of it like what if it does work and then we're already so overpopulated and I mean don't get me wrong it probably costs a fortune so I'm sure it's not something Only everybody wealthy, can go wealthy out can do and it. do but if you could just harvest so we, babies so we'd end up with a like a Gattaca situation so you'd have like natural born babies who are frowned on and the pod babies who are perfect right right <laughs> which is a great movie by the way but yeah it'll be just like that and I guess you could genetically engineer your baby too what are you gonna point. do about breast milk you don't I didn't breastfeed my children though. but I'm just saying like that's one of the big arguments too is like formula well, formula she, isn't as good way. as breast milk if she doesn't have time to carry the baby she's certainly not going to breastfeed oh, right. the child I'm saying like in terms of your or, or, or you go back to an old practice you just hire a wet nurse that oh, could be that become a whole industry yeah I guess you could knowing I, I nurse mine um, until almost like between 12 and 15 months uh, Mackenzie I did not I was younger and I just, we just didn't last that long um, but the other two I did. Mackenzie was like, I'm over it. She ended up taking a, a bottle part time and it got to the place where because bottles are easier for them that she would not nurse because they have to do more work for it. And it, so I was like leaving bruises trying to like squeeze milk out for her and she was just not having it. So it's not like we gave up. She just <sighs> so, preferred I mean, yeah. the bottle. I'm so glad I'm not 
not a mother or a woman. Or oh, just, we're badass. You guys are amazing. I, I mean, just, it is amazing. I, but I will straight up tell you, I could not handle it. I, just, I And even as a woman, and I don't know why, I don't know where I got this from, but it was it was horrifying to me, the thought of having this thing latched onto my tit. I didn't want to have anything to do with that. And I some just, people I, are like that. And then. I just thought it was weird. The concept is just weird to me. It's weird. I don't. I didn't want to be a cow. I love oh, my children. I do. Yeah. It, but it just mentally freaked me out. And I have no problems with people breastfeeding. I think it's great. But I just couldn't do it. I couldn't. Men- See, I couldn't and- mentally. I had this mental block about it. So, and my kids are giant six foot five children. And also and healthy. Yeah. So because of the hormones in the formula. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, they were healthy. They. I'm did- just saying. Mackenzie also had a lot of formula, and that kid is in the like less than five percent for height. So yeah. the ho- the hormones were different by her time. <laughs> um, but like I I think either way, as long as you're you're feeding your kid. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. I mean, um, I kind of think that I'm broken. I probably am just broken. But some people, I'm with you, girl. Like, I, it is weird. Technically, to do. just Angie. That's why we all. I think. I think. I think that there's something to it. We're all broken, but we're our jagged, broken pieces fit well together. Yeah. And so we're like a fucked up puzzle. Cool. I like puzzles. Yeah. yeah, I know you do. Maybe it goes <laughs> back to me wanting to be in the Adams family. See, I can't picture Morticia Adams breastfeeding. Oh, she probably did. She probably did. You know, my grandmother didn't, and that's my grandmother. Right. She didn't breastfeed her children either. I wasn't breastfed. I don't. I just. Don't. I wasn't. Well, my mom. Like, my, I wasn't like breastfed either. Yeah, it was. No, I, think, I think mom was. Mom famously tells me a story every 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 morning of my birth, and she says though she says you're the you know you know they brought you into me as the cutest little thing and they gave me a bottle to feed you and I fed you and I fed you and then you threw up all over me because she didn't know how to feed a baby mm-hmm. and she just just like kept well feeding you kept feeding <laughs> and then I was like I'm full <laughs> tops about to burr <laughs> so I spit up all over them. and apparently it was terrible like horrible so baby throw up is gross because it it's is. milk and it's sour and that's why yep. I don't have children that's they're gosh. gross <laughs> children are gross <laughs> But Pod the, baby would even be gross. I, I'd really like if I can't watch, you know, like cooking meat. I can't watch cooking baby. I just yeah, because they're not cute. So it would be interesting if you could like see through it though and if watch I can find it. Find that video. I'll yeah. put it in the show notes. But I, 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 it's fascinating. Right, and like terrifying gonna, at the same it's time. It's going to end up in a comic or something. I do because there's so many ways I can go. With I can that. see them doing it though because if they can clone a sheep, they can definitely clone a no, human. What the, yeah, but it's not cloned. I mean, it's it's you know it's you know but you, but same thing. Right, right. Being you put the two things in, together in and an you artificial womb. So. Yeah. I mean, isn't that IVF? Like they do that in a dish and they stick it back inside of you. Yeah, like they so, get it started for you. Right, and for so people now, who can't. Right, and so now it's the now it's the they're well, just continuing. We're just continuing. We'll just give you the womb too, and you take the womb. So, anything else you want to add? After that? <laughs> uh, this is Scotty what? saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.